What's going on, everyone? This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his new desk area living room is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody. Hey, everybody. What is going on? Hope you guys are having a safe and healthy week. Uh, We are coming at you with a brand new episode. We've got some Lakers talk. We've got some Super Bowl preview talk and also talking about Kobe Bryant since it was his one year anniversary of him and Gigi passing away uh, last year. Um, So we hope you guys enjoy this. And so stick around and also don't forget to follow us on social media. With all that being said, let's get into the show. What's going on, everyone? It is Drew Code Sports Talk. I'm so excited uh, for this episode. Uh, We get to talk about uh, something that may be a little depressing, but I kind of look at it as we get to, we always, around this time now, we always get to look back on uh, what Kobe Bryant was and all that. So we'll get to that in a little bit. but uh, I'm super excited about the show nonetheless. Obviously, we have a lot of Super Bowl talk. Uh, we, we're kind of starting to get in the thick of uh, the NBA season now. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, LeBron James and the Lakers. So uh, exciting stuff. But before we get into everything sports, Cody, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, man. Just surviving the elements out here. Out in California, we've got some major rain happening right now. So people are in a panic they don't know that water comes from the sky and we call that rain and in uh meteorology school but anyways (laughs) doing well over here man how's everything been on your neck of the woods i was gonna say i was like you know if people are listening to anywhere else other than california they're like shut up (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's raining it's yeah it's funny it's exactly what you say though people drive out here like the rain is like going to kill you like when Mm -hmm. you're driving so they drive like 20 miles under the speed limit and it's like you know there are people who are driving in the snow in like michigan Mm -hmm. who are like going faster than the speed limit and understanding like how to drive in it like like, oh there's a little wetness (laughs) oh my god i see a puddle miss it oh no (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh i'm doing good um it's been a long week for sure, but, um, you know, I'm excited. My wife's birthday is going to be, we're recording this on Wednesday. My wife's birthday is actually tomorrow. So, uh, babe, if you're listening, we should probably not, uh, but, uh, <laughs> happy birthday, babe. So uh, I just wanted to have a, a mini shout out for her. Happy birthday, Mrs. Wright. All right. So Cody, um, Yesterday, uh, what was it? January twenty sixth was the um, was the day that we found out last year uh, that Kobe Bryant had died in a helicopter crash uh, with a few others, as well as his daughter uh, Gianna. Um, you know, I, I'm I know there are probably some people who are kind of like, okay, like, are we really gonna do this? But um. I know for you and I, at least, uh, Cody, I almost called you Kobe, uh, Cody, um, you, you know, at least for us, we grew up watching Kobe Bryant, you know, and it's kind of like those people who grew up like watching, you know, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, which I, I grew up watching Michael Jordan as well. But Kobe Bryant, you know, I was watching when I really understood or I was starting to really get into basketball a lot more. Um, and you know, Kobe was kind of the, um, you know, if not the best player, at least one of the best, like top three, uh, NBA players in the game at the time. So, um, you know, if I know for us, he kind of holds a special, um, uh, special place in our hearts, um, because he made us love basketball. He made us, uh, cringe about basketball sometimes because of his, you know, his issue with Shaq. I mean, I was a huge Shaq fan. So I remember, you know, like, Ooh, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy going forward. And for a while I was kind of like off on Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no denying he was one of the best players still. And I was, I'm a huge Laker fan. So after a while you kind of get over it and you're like, Oh man, he's winning all these games for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, but um, Cody, let, let, let's start with you. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant, it's been a year. 
um, you know, maybe share your thoughts, um, you know, share maybe some of your fondest memories of Kobe. I think um, it, it's very respectful to do that. Um, whether people are sick of it or not, uh, like I said, Kobe means something to us. So, um, and it meant, he meant a lot to a lot of people, especially a lot of basketball fans. So, um, you know, if you're not really into basketball, then obviously this is this uh, part of the show is not for you. But uh, we wanted to do it because we want to pay our respects. Because not only are we Laker fans, uh, we're Kobe Bryant fans, and also we're human beings. And um, you know, especially us being dads, um, that's it's rough. You know, watching someone that you know or you know you had watched your whole life um, die that way. And like what he was doing for women's basketball, what he was doing for NBA players. I mean, it's just what he was doing for just regular people. I mean, it, it was astronomical and, and we lost a good one. Yeah. I mean, just to piggyback on that, I mean, I like to think that what we're reflecting on is not of being somber or, you know, depression. If anything, we want to celebrate, you know, the legacy that Kobe had left behind. And yes, he left us too soon. And it was in a, tremendous tragedy you know Gianna had like so much going ahead of her and unfortunately oh, yeah. it was cut short but I mean you know one of the clips that I remember seeing is when um, I think her name is Ellen Duncan with ESPN where she talks about um, you know girl dads being the best and all that stuff and she just kind of says at least he died doing what he loved doing and that's being a, that's being a father and I mean yeah. you can only imagine him protecting um, his kids or his kid right before you know, obviously the very end, but you know, one of the things that I'm going to remember a lot about Kobe is just like one, just, you know, having the utmost respect to how hard he worked to basically get better year over year over year. And even though there was a dark time when the Lakers traded Shaq and they were really kind of like a really poor, you know, team in the West. And I remember, you know, Kobe having essentially back-to-back playoff seasons where he met the Suns and they were up three one and then they lost that lead each time it seemed like but you know he always seemed to be will his team into the playoffs and and all that stuff and you know as there's been some clips that come up you know about previous interviews and stuff one of the things that you can appreciate is you know he took his hard work to like a philosophy for everybody to kind of follow Uh, I saw a clip that was uh, earlier today about you know take take my, uh, don't, don't see what I've done, but how I, how I have done it, you know, and you apply that to your profession and, and be successful because I did what I did to be successful in this, but you can take that same drive, passion and, and, and devotion into something else and, and flourish. And, and I think we can all take that from Kobe. I mean, if anything, Kobe wanted to just push people beyond what they thought they were capable of and, you know, prove to you that, you know, the only thing that you're, that you're afraid of is to fail, but if you fail, you don't learn from it. And he talks about that all the time. And so one of the things that I will, I will miss is, you know, hearing all that, hearing those words of wisdom, seeing him often. And also, you know, thankfully with the internet, we can obviously watch previous games of Kobe, which I'll remember because growing up, I've seen probably almost every game that was ever broadcasted that Kobe was on. I had a chance to watch, but you know, just one of the things is Kobe was like one of those players that kind of made me fall in love with the NBA. And, you know, to yesterday, I was thinking about it, it's, it's surreal. It's been a year, but it feels like it happened five minutes ago, but you know, there's still a lot of great memories that we'll take with us. So again, this is not to be depressing or saddened or anything like that. If anything, we're just celebrating, you know, the legacy that is Kobe and Gianna, of course, who was so young and even with little, um, little that we heard of in her small basketball career, she was phenomenal, you know, and who knows if she were still here, maybe she would be somebody that is a high prospect to be like in the WNBA. And I imagine if she's got the same, you know, tenacious attitude and drive as her father, she would have definitely gotten there and been (laughs) one of the best. I have no doubt, but, you know, um, also, you know, just thinking about, you know, his uh, family that he left behind, obviously his wife and his other girls, but you know, we also just want to celebrate him and he's a great person. And, you know, he meant a lot to us growing up. And I mean, just as a human being, you never want to see anyone lose their life tragically. And, you know, we just want to say, you know, thanks for 
making our childhoods memorable and giving us some passion and some love for something that we, that's a kid's game essentially, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, um, one of my favorite things that Kobe has done, honestly, it's, I mean, it's kind of sad because it happened, you know, when he, when he passed, but, um, you know, the, the hashtag, uh, girl dad, uh, kind of movement thing, um, you know, that definitely, um, you know, hit me, you know, it, it made me want to, you know, show my daughter, you know, the love that he showed his. And it's, I'm not saying that I never did, but, you know, it, it makes you think, you know, I need, I want to do more. I want to do more. I mean, you always want to do more for your kids, but, you know, it, for Christmas, I asked for the hashtag girl dad shirt and, and I got that, you know, and I wanted to wear it yesterday, but I had to work and I can't wear that at work. So it was a little upsetting, but, um, you know, I love that movement. Like I would, I would scroll through Twitter and, and I would just see all these hash, hashtag girl dad, hashtag girl dad. And I couldn't, I couldn't look at him. You know, I was, I was like a little baby, man. I was just, I was starting to get teary eyed and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And my wife would be like, what are you, what's the matter? And I was like, I can't look at these. It just, it makes me so sad, you know? So, um, you know, I love that with his death that came out of it. And I love that there are still people who are practicing that, you know, um, you know, I, and I don't know if you, I mean, I, I'm getting emotional just, just talking about it. So, um, it means, it means a lot to me for sure. Um, and then just watching how, um Gianna's life was cut short that's extremely extremely heartbreaking mm -hmm. because like I, I was I was actually thinking about it today because they were kind of I was still looking through Twitter and there's still stuff about you know uh their death and all that and like I was just thinking about it. I was like she probably would be on the on track to go to any college that she wanted to and mm -hmm. she would be a WNBA player, no question, because she was really good at her age. And she, Kobe, you could just see that he pushed her, but not too far where she's like crying, you know, in the corner and just like, and he's like, oh man, you know, <laughs> because I know I do that sometimes with my daughter. Um, and that's me telling myself to wrap it up. But, um, you know, you like one of my favorite videos was when he was on the sideline. Um, I, I think it was for a Lakers game and, and she was next to him and you could see him explaining a play mm -hmm. and she wasn't just doing the whole, like with your kids where they're like, uh, huh, yeah. Okay. Dad. Uh, -huh, yeah. Yeah. You know, on their phone, looking down, they're just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You can be like, yeah. And they crap their pants and they're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, she was absorbing that information and it was just, it, it's funny because, you know, I see that with my daughter. Like when I, when I try and explain some things about basketball, about football, baseball, whatever it is, I can see her absorbing it, you know? And so I just, I always think that's so cool. I really do. So yeah. um, it's sad. I, I know I'm, I'm getting emotional. I'm going a little too deep, but um, you know, his, his death is like I said, because he was involved in, I know my life and your life for so long. It's just, it's, it's insane not to think, I mean, to think and remember that he's not here. That's so. a testament of how powerful he impacted this world that you and I, just two kids essentially from California, you know, watched him growing up, identify him as someone that we've seen off almost as often as family members. And yet, you know, it's still affecting us. And he left yeah. behind a great fingerprint on the NBA and amongst the world because universally, you know, it was something that 
shook us all, you know, but if anything, the lesson could be that, you know, don't take life for granted and every day is not promised and just, you know, just be present for your family and all that. But also too, like, thank you, Kobe, for the legacy, the memories and everything that you left behind. And, uh, you know, we can't wait to talk about more of Kobe's legacy and obviously with what the Lakers are doing, which we'll talk about shortly, can't help, but bring up like, you know, how, how the Lakers dynasty is basically forged with Kobe growing up and, and solidifying it through the years that we were growing up. So, yeah, you know, really fortunate. We got to witness all that. Yeah, for sure. And, and a, a small note, and you know, he means so much to us that Cody in our, uh, in our fantasy basketball league, both of us have, you are team Mamba mentality and mm-hmm. I am black Mamba. And my picture is of Kobe hitting a fadeaway shot, his signature fadeaway shot um, in the shadow of kind of like a Michael Jordan. So, mm-hmm. um, and you have the, uh, the Kobe emblem uh, with the Black Mamba wrapped around it. So, I mean, it might sound stupid because it's fantasy basketball. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is, but I mean, we don't have that huge of a platform other than this to uh to really show like what he meant so i know for for, at least for me i'm probably not going to change my my fantasy basketball team name for a long time so yeah ditto all right all right so uh let's take a break uh i need to regroup uh i feel like i'm just a mushy mess right now and so i need to regroup and when we come back we're going to talk about uh talk about lakers basketball and uh the super bowl matchup that we have coming up all right, Cody. Uh, so the Lakers, uh, well, now they're 14 and five. Uh, we actually just lost to the Sixers like maybe an hour ago, maybe not even that, maybe like 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but we are 10 and one on the road. And I don't know what to make of this. Like mm-hmm. 10 and we're four and four at home, which means we're not great at home. I mean, you could say maybe it's because uh, of the teams that were playing at home at that time, or mm-hmm. maybe because, um, uh, um, you know, there's no fans in the stands, I, whatever it is. The Lakers are so much better on the road. I almost prefer them to play on the road. I felt really good about them playing the Sixers today. Um, we had a few issues in in today's game, and I'm not going to go in depth with it. But you know, we only lost by one, so it's not like we died. Um, by the way, but, we came back from being down by 14 with less than three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and we only lost by one. So yeah, and Joel Embiid was was having a really good, especially a first quarter. I was watching the first quarter with uh, actually with my daughter, and um, yeah, he was he was killing. I mean, we had no answer for him in the first quarter, but um, yeah, you know, we we have done really well on the road. Um, you know, Cody, what do you, what do you make of our road wins? I mean, the last four games we've had on the road, it was Milwaukee, Chicago, Cleveland. Philadelphia obviously the only game we lost was Philadelphia mm-hmm. um so I mean what I mean what do you think what do, what is why are the Lakers so successful on the road versus at home uh I'm not sure what the correlation is to why at home we don't do better than on the road um I'm just going to read off a few different stats but from what I was reading and doing some research it looks like that our defense just steps up on the road there's something about it where we just come to play. And uh, the example I have is like LeBron on, on the road. He scores, he averages about 27 points on the road, nearly nine rebounds and about seven assists. And AD goes about 23 points, uh, you know, eight and a half rebounds, three assists, two, 2.2 blocks, right? However, yeah. at home, LeBron goes only 23 points. So that's a three point difference. And AD only goes 19 points. So that's a four point difference. Um, and then also too, like when it comes to, as a team, we average about almost, we average two plus steals more on the road than at home. And we have about a block difference between road and home in favor of the road. And we rebound about three rebounds better per game on the road. 
that's just from what I'm seeing, it just looks like we come to play. Like we are ready to go on the road. We're more, more of a road team. I will say though, to kind of discount that a little bit is the the um, Lakers. Um, they have played Houston Grizzlies and the Spurs each two times already. Normally back-to-back road games is basically what's been played. Mm-hmm. We've obviously beaten those three teams each twice. So that's six wins right there. And you know, they're the bottom of the Western conference. So we're not going to act like they're beating elite teams right now. However, they did beat the bucks. um, And they did beat the Cavs, which I think the Cavs are a little underrated in the East, but that doesn't mean that they're going to make the playoffs or anything. Just like, you know, they're a competitive team. Um, You know, other than Philadelphia's loss, which is really the only major loss that we've had to like a top contender. uh, I'm not really too worried about that. I mean, you know, one of the things I'll point out is Montrez Harold didn't score very much. KCP didn't score very much. And those two are usually putting out a lot of offense. So I won't really, you know, bother anybody with that. But I will say it looks like our defense, you know, steps up. I mean, we are seventh in points per game and we're second in points allowed per game. So we're a defensive team. And I think on the road, we just turn it up, you know, like there's just, yeah. that's just the only way to explain it. And I think AD and LeBron, they thrive on the road. They thrive against teams that are rooting against them. And I think that's what they're using for motivation to get them through the season, at least what it tells me on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if I think that I'm going to throw, I guess, a conspiracy theory in, in a sense. I feel like them being on the road, they have to be more uh, focused you know, there's not a lot of distractions like, oh, okay, I get to go home, I get to relax. You know, when they're on the road, it's they got to be in the hotel room, they got to be, um, you know, they got to be at the gym at a certain time, you know, they're, they're focused on that. And then when they're home, I feel like maybe they're a little more focused at home, because right now kids are in school, um, which, you know, a lot of these players have kids at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can say, well, they probably have people that do stuff for them. Okay. But I'm assuming that they don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I do feel like there is a little bit of a distraction. Now, am I saying it's a bad distraction? No, I understand it. Um, but I do also feel like the Lakers didn't come out and just start like, Oh, we're going to go, 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 go. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like last year, it just felt like they wanted to prove that, Hey, we have we have great chemistry and it just clicked, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like this year they're like, okay, we have the chemistry. All we're going to do is we're just going to try and coast a little bit, try and relax. Um, and then when we need to make that push, we'll make that push. So that's kind of the thought that I have of what's going on. Um, you're right. I mean, it feels like the defense is better on the road. I mean, the games that we've had on the road, I mean, we've been in San Antonio and like you said, you know, San Antonio is not the greatest Memphis again, same, same issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston, Oklahoma city is okay. Uh, but then we beat Milwaukee. That was a good win. Um, I felt like that was LeBron um, early in the game. Uh, Giannis was kind of going at LeBron and I feel like LeBron was like, okay, all right, here we go. Then, then I'm going to prove to you that you're still not better than me. And I feel like that's what, that was kind of that game. Uh, the Chicago win. Chicago was not hitting their shots. So we were, we actually didn't look that great, but I felt like we were just still like, uh, we're well, you know, like later in the game, they're like, okay, let's just win this game. Mm-hmm. You know, Cleveland, uh, LeBron obviously had a, um, you know, a a motivation in him that he wanted to prove that he wanted to win. And I felt like today's game, they tried um, and it just didn't go well Uh, because, you know, they do want to prove that uh, they're the best team in in the West. And there's certain games that they're going to turn on, certain games that they're going to turn off. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, they have a game against the Detroit um, Pistons. I almost said Lions. Um, You know, and you're probably not going to see them go just fast pace right away. I think you're going to see them slow, methodical. Uh, there was a lot of times, especially in the first quarter in today's game against the Sixers, where um, it was a lot of isolation play, where they were just throwing the ball to Anthony Davis, let Anthony Davis run the offense. He's going to drive inside, and then if they double team, he passes it out. If they don't, he just shoots it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it was like in the first quarter. So I feel like 
they're they're just they're they're not trying to show all of their hand i feel like they're giving it their all to certain teams and to other teams they're kind of seeing trying to feel them out trying to see what they're going to do and uh, how to beat them later on so that's kind of the feeling that I get. I think on the road you get more focused, and I think that's why you're and and to be honest, they're really not playing that great of teams right on the road. And like I say, with the Milwaukee and 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 Cleveland, there was a little bit of motivation uh, for some of the players, and I think that's why you saw the result. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, you know, like I, they're playing uh, Boston on Saturday, uh, January thirtieth. And that's going to be in TD Garden. I feel like the Lakers are going to they're going to ball out. I feel like they're yeah. going to look how they should look. So, um, you know, uh, that's just kind of my thought. How much do I believe it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of a conspiracy theory at this point. But um, I do feel like there's been a lot of a lot more isolation ball with Anthony Davis or with LeBron James. Yeah. Um, and um, they're just kind of like. You know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, we'll move on to the next game. I think the last leg of the season, because I know that the second half of the season schedules hasn't been finalized yet because they want to see, obviously, the COVID protocols and all that stuff. So I think when we get to, like, the last third, like the last, I'd say, 20-ish games of the regular season or last 15, I'll say, is I think that's when we'll start seeing them turn up the heat a little bit to build the momentum because actually LeBron this season is averaging a career low in minutes, which is good. Because we yeah. want to preserve him. We had the shortest off season between, you know, seasons. And so, you know, we're doing very well considering that we just won a championship, you know, what is it? Six months ago, less than that, actually. And so, yeah. you know, the turnaround is a lot shorter, but also too, like, you know, getting the guys kind of in rotation, like Montrose Herald is a big part of it. KCP is a very good scorer, you know, making sure Kuzma's still in, you know, kind of rotation. AD and LeBron, I feel like that, I don't want to say they're off to a slow start, but I feel like that they were in a hotter start earlier last season. But Mm -hmm. I feel like, again, towards the end of the season, they'll turn it on. Like they have that chemistry that you can just flip a switch. And right now they're kind of reminding me of the Warriors when the Warriors went to like four straight finals where they just got like bored and disinterested in games. And then it wasn't until like they absolutely had to, they turned it on. And then next thing you know, they microwaved like 50 points and a half, you know, and I think the Lakers are in that same realm. I just think that they'll start turning it on more so towards like the last third of the season, at least from what I, what I would guess with all the conserving of the minutes for like AD LeBron and, and all that stuff. So that's what I'll say on that. Yeah. I I think you're right about um, because we had the shortest off season. I I think that's what you're seeing with LeBron and Anthony Davis, why they kind of look a little bit slower starting and also they're probably just trying to rest as much as they can, but they don't want to rest in, on games. They do want to play. So um, I, I think you're right on that. So, all right, Cody, uh, let's switch gears um, to Super Bowl matchup. This is possibly one of the worst uh, Super Bowls for Raider fans. <laughs> could have, especially – uh, from last uh, off season, obviously there were talks about uh, Tom Brady possibly coming to Las Vegas before he he went to Tampa Bay, um, and then obviously the Kansas City Chiefs, who are the AFC West champions for the last uh, few years now, and so it gets really annoying to keep seeing the Chiefs go to the playoffs and <laughs> the Raiders basically stay at eight and eight. Um, but we're not really going to talk about the Raiders here. We're going to talk about, um, you know, the, the Super Bowl, it, it, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And Kansas City is going to be the home team. <laughs> uh, I assume anyway, they might just be like, oh, just let the Buccaneers wear their home jerseys. Um, but, um, you know, this is if you're a Raider fan. Yes, of course, this isn't what you want to see. But if you're a football fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really good matchup. I mean, obviously you have Tom Brady, the oldest quarterback in the NFL. Um, no question, greatest of all time that we've ever seen. Uh, it, if you feel like that's the wrong statement, I don't know what to tell you. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. I don't mm-hmm. know if you understand how freaking hard that is. 
if you're a Raider fan, you should absolutely understand how hard that is. That our team hasn't been to a Super Bowl or a, a playoff. No, it hasn't been to a Super Bowl since 2002. Mm-hmm. We got to the playoffs a few years ago and just completely stunk it up and haven't been back since. So just getting into the playoffs is hard. And now trying to get into the Super Bowl and a guy by himself is getting there <laughs> 10 times is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, he could rival Tom Brady. I think he, if we're thinking about who could possibly take the reins from Tom Brady, it could potentially be Patrick Mahomes. And um, man, this is an exciting, exciting game. I'm, I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Um, you know, Cody, first, what are your thoughts on this game? And, you know, who do you think is going to uh, come out on top? You know, all that jazz. So I'm, you know, as a football fan, I'm very excited. This is probably the best scenario in terms of Super Bowl we could have asked for with the two high-powered offenses that go at it. So this isn't going to be like a defense versus offense kind of scenario. And I know that you're a big fan of the Bucks defense. I'm not a believer in them. I'm, I mean, they're so-so. They, they did enough to you know, be a bend and don't break. They apply pressure when needed, but they are not an elite defense by any means. Nothing that has previously been in the Super Bowl. So I think this is going to be a really fun game. Uh, what my prediction and what I can foresee seeing is very similar to what happened when the Bucks and the Chiefs met earlier in the season. And it's not to say that the Bucks won't be prepared. I'm sure that obviously each team has got two weeks to study against one another. I still think, though, the Chiefs have the have the better of the offense in terms of, you know, defensive playing. I feel like the Chiefs' coverage is going to be a little bit better against, like, you know, against Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Now, if AD plays, that might be a little bit different of a question just because he's, he's like a number one receiver that is an outside the numbers or can be a slot receiver. So that's a, that's questionable. But, you know, I think overall the Chiefs have the have a more higher power offense. They have Kelsey, they have Hill, they have, um, they have, um, uh, so they have Hilaire. They've got obviously Bell if he ever plays. And then you got Patrick Mahomes <laughs> that can throw it everywhere. And, you know, one of the things too that kind of works in the Chiefs' favor is I feel like they have a better defense. And Tom Brady against the against the Green Bay Packers that don't have that doesn't have a good defense. You know, he threw three interceptions. You know, and mm-hmm. Tom Brady is known as he's older. Yes, he's throwing for you know, a bajillion yards and a lot of touchdowns at being 43, but he's also thrown quite a bit of interceptions and uh, you know, he's bound to make chances, especially at the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that gives the chiefs a great opportunity to, you know, really, you know, do their, do what they can. Um, I know that for like um, Josh Allen, he's like a mobile quarterback. They were able to sack him four times and they got him to commit a turnover. Um, you know, I know the Buccaneers defense pl- applied more pressure to Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, for the most part, I, I foresee the Chiefs winning in this. I think they'll do what they always do. They blow out to huge leads and then they kind of just manage it from there. But I mean, it's going to be a really great showing because I, yeah. knowing Tom Brady, he's not going down without a fight. I think it's going to be like a last minute, you know, barrage of points to like get it close. But I think the Chiefs end up winning. And, you know, in terms of like, if you love offensive football, you're going to love this. If you're more of a defensive guy, don't watch it. You're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right that you're going to have a high scoring. I think both teams are going to be in the 30s. You know, I, I, I believe that for sure. Um, yeah, you know, talking about the, the turnovers from Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, he threw three picks. And I actually, I was watching the game uh, with my wife. And uh, she was mainly on TikTok. But I leaned over and I started laughing and she was like, what, 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 what? And uh, it was, it was Tom Brady's, it was his second interception. She goes, why are you laughing? And I go, Tom Brady got so cocky in this game that he threw, he threw just this lob pass. It was an absolute lob. And um, it wasn't the one where he was getting pressured. He just kind of went back, stepped back and threw it up in the air. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was for Mike Evans um and and they picked him off and it was just like why did he throw that like and then i was just like he obviously was throwing that because he was so confident he got so cocky he was making all these throws throughout the whole game and then in the second half he got way too cocky and here's the thing this is why 
having Bill Belichick was such a a great thing for Tom Brady. I'm not questioning that Tom Brady is not great with without Bill Belichick. I think he's still a great quarterback. I'm not I'm not arguing that. My argument is Tom Brady when he gets cocky, Bill Belichick would put him in check. Say, mm-hmm. "Listen, dude, I understand you're making all these throws. You're a great quarterback, but we cannot go away from from a win. We cannot let them back in the game." Tom Brady single-handedly brought the Packers back into this game. The three turnovers didn't end up killing them, and that's why the Buccaneers won, was because the Packers could not capitalize on those three interceptions. Mm -hmm. And that is what is not going to happen with the Chiefs. This Chiefs team not only are skilled, exactly who you were talking about, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Miko Hardman, obviously Patrick Mahomes, probably the best quarterback in our opinion in the game right now. Um, you know, he's not going to be going three and out, mm-hmm. you know, the Packers, although they have a good offense, they do not have that chiefs offense. Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones had a absolute crap game mm-hmm. this week. And then he ended up getting injured. Um, and so the Packers and their offensive line is not – I mean, they, I know they were talking about their offensive line is decent. It is. The Buccaneers' offensive line is good. Um, so I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to put as much pressure as they did against Josh Allen. But the key thing is what you said. Tom Brady is not a scrambler like Josh Allen is. So you know where Tom Brady is going to be at all the time. Yeah. And uh, for uh, defensive linemen – they lick their chops at that. Um, and honestly, that's what the Chiefs did last year were they were so, so pleased that they were just able to get to the quarterback. I mean, it just felt like every time there was pressure mm-hmm. on the quarterback. And, 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 you know, obviously the Chiefs ended up, you know, winning the whole thing. Um, you know, I, the the Chiefs are – they're not great on defense. I, I've always said this. I never thought their defense is that great. I mean, to be perfectly honest, their league ranking on defense, they're 16th in the league, and Tampa Bay is 6th. Now, do I think they're 16th? I think there might be a little bit better, but I think it's one of those things where when they need to turn it on, they can turn it on, and they can be a top-10 defense. Mm-hmm. But when in the regular season – they kind of let a few things go. They try and do some different things. And I think that's where they get into the 16th rank. Um, Tyron Matthew is not my favorite. I don't, I don't think he's as good as a lot of people say he is, but he is a really good blitzer. He's a good um, pass rusher uh, when they need him to. He's a good blitzer. Um, you know, he's, he's, He's good at pass coverage. He's not great, honestly, at any one thing, maybe other than like tackling. He's a really good tackler that really does help. Um, But he is a spark for that defense. He just gets his guys just sparked up and they're like, let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris Jones had a really good game last week against the Bills. Um, You know, they have they have some good defensive guys. They really do. Um, and, uh, do I think their corners are going to like dominate? No, but another thing that does concern me is in the Packers Buccaneers game, the connection between Tom Brady and Mike Evans was so bad. It was so bad. Not only was it Mike Evans, he dropped a couple of passes. There were a couple of passes where Tom Brady just sailed it on him. And like I said, the lob pass that he had. Just I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady and Mike Evans, but they need to get it together. Because mm-hmm. right now, Chris Godwin, for some reason, has lost some confidence, and he's just dropping a lot of passes. So mm-hmm. Tom Brady has tried to go to uh, Mike Evans a little bit more, and it hasn't been connecting either. And without AB, I think that also hurts them. Gronk is not who Gronk once was. I mean, he'll, he'll have a couple of catches here and there. Cameron Braid is a nice player, but... Um, the other thing that I really worry about for both of these teams is the running game. Mm-hmm. The running game for the Buccaneers, they are 28th in the league 
Ronald Jones had a couple of good games and everyone was like, oh, the Buccaneers have a good running back. But Jones really hasn't done anything since. And uh, he was injured the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Leonard Fournette, who had a couple of good plays, but honestly was not running well. He wasn't killing the Packers. They they really weren't running all that well. Um, And then... I mean, who's the other guy that they have? I can't, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, that should really go to show you <laughs> how good the running game is. But um, just like what you said, if Le'Veon Bell plays, I, I really hope he does because he will provide, uh, as well as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, both of those guys will really keep that Buccaneers defense honest. They're not going to be able to double cover Tyreek Hill all the time. They're not going to be able to double double cover uh, Travis Kelsey. They're not even going to, they're probably not going to double, you know, if Sammy Watkins plays, because I know he's been out last two weeks. Um, and then uh, Nicole Hardman, who's really fast, speedy guy. Um, and you saw his resurgence. I mean, he fumbled that ball last week. The uh, we've all seen the video, I think now where Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey went up to him and was like, Hey man, you know, let's get going. It's all right. Don't worry about it. We're going to get you the ball. And Patrick Mahomes, the next drive threw a touchdown on Miko Hardman. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you could, everyone forgot about the fumble. I mean, <laughs> that's, that is what good teams do. And they're a really good team. This is a scary team. I think, I think right now at this moment, I'm leaning towards the chiefs. I think, we're gonna hold off on having our picks until next week, but I, you know, I'm right now. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Well, um, man, the Super Bowl is gonna be exciting. It really is. Like you said, for football fans, this is a good game. This is gonna be very interesting. Even if you like defense, I think this is gonna be an interesting game because I think this is gonna be one of those games in the fourth quarter where you're like, okay, whatever defense steps up is going to win this game. Um, so I, I'm really excited about um, about this game. I really am. Yeah. Uh, being a Raider fan, it sucks, but you know what? I'm a football fan, and I have no problem saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to be watching, and I'm going to love the game because I love football. So think if you're a Raider fan and you're going, well, how could you? How could you do that? Because I like football. That's yeah. how I can. You know, and I'm plus, sorry. the Raiders should model what these teams are doing because you know yeah. the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl now two years in a row, the mm-hmm. AFC Championship game three years in a row. Tom Brady's on his third Super Bowl in, what, five years? Yeah. So it just seems like he's always there. So if, if teams, or especially the Raider Nation, if they're upset about this, you know what? Blame the front office. Blame the coaching staff. Get some guys in there that's going to get them over the hump, and then we won't have anything to complain about. But yep, you know, absolutely. Um, Cody, any final thoughts for you, man? No, man. It's going to be a great week of sports. I mean, I know that we've got some. I think we've got baseball a couple of months away, if I'm not mistaken. And there's been a lot more. Uh, free agency movings and trades I've been seeing. So I'm pretty sure you're getting amped up for that. Cause uh, we've got that to talk about pretty soon. And obviously yeah. we've got NBA action. That's been kicking up and getting a lot, lot hot, a lot more hot. And uh, yeah, man, it's just a great, great uh, time for sports right now. And even though we've got the whole COVID thing still going on and just sports are still yeah. on and it's good. And we've got a lot to talk about still. So definitely yeah um i just saw a report i read uh where the giants are are possibly going to be going after uh, jock peters well they're going to go after jock peterson i mean i don't know how aggressively they are but he's a big power lefty hitter uh he's got a really good arm he's a good fielder as well um his batting average is not good so um they're gonna have to weigh out you know see what their other options are and if he fits the team but uh, he's a player that can change a game. Um, and, you know, the old Giants baseball we used to, um, as I'm going down a rabbit hole, um, we used to, like, go after guys who are really good defenders. And, you know, their bat is their bat. And, you know, we kind of went after guys who were okay. You know, maybe, like, guys who hit, like, 270. You know, Jock Peterson, he's not going to be that guy. But he might actually benefit from being at Oracle park where um, he's, he has a lot of power. He tries to swing for the fences all the time. 
in Oracle Park, it's a little bit harder to do that. It's probably the hardest ballpark to hit a home run in, especially for a left-handed hitter. But because he swings for the fences a lot, he might get a lot of doubles off the wall Mm -hmm. uh, being there all the time because, um, you know, he's constantly swinging that way. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think he could be successful and and he's a good, like I said, he's got a good arm. He's got a good glove. So, um, you know, that could really benefit us, which we kind of kind of did hurt last year was was in the field and uh, in the outfield. So it'll be interesting to see what we do. Uh, definitely, definitely excited about Giants baseball. We'll see. Um, you know, the Padres are completely loaded and the Dodgers are pretty much the same other than losing a couple of players here and there. They might lose Justin Turner and uh, they lost Kike, um, but he wasn't. Kike was kind of a utility player. So mm-hmm. we'll see how how that does for them. But overall, man, uh, this is a good division. It's going to be hard for the Giants, but the Giants could be a sneaky team. You never know. So, well, I mean, they showed promise last year in a shortened season. Maybe they can keep the same momentum, but we'll see, man. I, I'm sure it's pretty exciting baseball. It just seems like there keeps being new and more exciting news that passes through there almost every other day. So that just tells me that things are turning up and, you know, we've got a, another great sport that comes up and a lot of fun to, to watch and talk about. So. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I'm exciting. I'm excited. Cause I'm going to probably start the blog because pictures and catchers report in a two weeks, three weeks. Now I'm not sure, but yeah, it's, it's pretty quick. So probably uh, get started on, uh, on my blog pretty soon. So which is on uh, drew code sports talk.com. So go check it out. You can read what I wrote about last year. Um, hopefully the giants will sign Trevor Bauer. And if they do, I will definitely have a, uh, an art or a blog on that right away. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, you know, go, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's all of our social media pages. Um, you know, like and comment on uh, anything and, and everything if you like. Uh, we had a poll on Twitter, uh, I believe, yesterday about who you who do you have winning uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, so, uh, you know, we had a few people vote on there, so we appreciate that. But, uh, hey, you know, go back if you want to go back and, and look at it. Uh, we'll probably keep that <laughs> that poll going until the Super Bowl, so... I'm sure that'll post again, but uh, go check it out. Uh, you know, we, we try and post as much as we can, and, and we always want to hear from you guys. Also, go check out our YouTube page. Uh, subscribe, like, and comment on our videos. Um, you know, like I said, we always want to hear from you. So if you have any questions, you know, comment with uh, whatever you feel like um, you want to say or if you agree with us, disagree with us, whatever it is. Uh, Cody's doing a great job on, on posting videos on YouTube. So thank you to, uh, to Cody. Um, uh, speaking of subscribing, go to any of the major podcast sites. That's going to be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeart, and Spotify. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast. Also rate and review to our podcast. Anything and everything does ha- help. Uh, if it's a one star, let us know how we can get better. If it's a five star, let us know what we're doing so we can continue to do that. Um, you know, we, we do want to, we do appreciate all those and, and we want to get better. So that's the whole point of it. Um, also, uh, go check out our uh, awesome partner in fnxfitness.com. Uh, they got some great workout gear, great workout supplements. Um, I know Cody base <laughs> Cody and I, we trade Cody gets all the gear and I end up getting all the supplements. So I will speak to the supplements. The supplements are great. Um, you know, our, I know here in California and stay at home orders have been lifted. So I am on my phone constantly waiting for that update of gyms are open so I can, so I can reuse them, but, uh, their protein shakes are phenomenal. I love them. They have like plant-based uh, uh, proteins. They have vegan uh, proteins, um, and then they have their regular proteins. They have like a morning protein. They have a PM. Pro- they have all the kinds of stuff. So go check them out. It's all great stuff. Uh, and Cody is actually going to explain how you guys can get fifteen percent off 
your whole purchase. That's one five percent, not one point five, one five fifteen. Keen say uh, off your whole purchase. So Cody, explain how they can do that. That's right, guys. All you got is got to do is go to our website, DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. We have a partners link that you can click on, and there's a special link that's built specifically for you guys. You guys click on that link, begin your shopping, uh, get all the gear that, that Drew's talking about, get all the supplements that you guys need to get your quarantine weight off and get back into bikini shape because it's almost that time of the year. Also, just make sure you wear your mask when you're around other people if that's all uh, fine and dandy. But speaking of masks, they actually do have some like face garters that you can purchase that are like really great like face covers. So like when Drew yeah. and I were working out, I wore mine like every time and it was like, it was fantastic. Breathable material. Uh, I wasn't suffocating myself. It was, and it, and it didn't let out any sort of, you know, me breathing out of it. You couldn't feel it at all, but I was able to like breathe just fine. It was not suffocating or anything like that. So um, what, when you go to the website, you want to use Drew code um, 15 to get 15% off your total purchase at the time of check-in. That's promo code Drew code 15. When you're about to check out, you get 15% off your total purchase. And of course they've got a spring line that's coming up soon. Sign up for the emails and you'll, you guys will get notified about the spring lineup, the free shippings and all that stuff, just like we do. Uh, while you guys are at DrewCodeSportsTalk.com, you guys can listen to full episodes of our show. And you guys can also listen to full episodes of Two Bays in a Pod, which is like our seasonal special like episode type of podcast that we will be releasing pretty soon, especially with the uh, events coming up, such as like Valentine's Day in the summertime. You'll be hearing more of that. So go on the website, listen to previous episodes and listen to previous episodes of Drew Code Sports Talk. So that way you guys are up to date with everything. Um, also, you guys can leave us a comment. You guys can submit a question to us on the website. So feel free to do that. We'd love to get some questions and answer them here on the show with you guys and also to just have good old fun debates i've been trying to do my best to you know have conversations with other uh with other people and it's a lot of fun and i'd like to hear more from you guys so feel free to to post or comment or email us whatever it is you guys like to communicate just do so we love hearing from you guys so um all the links to the podcast sites that you want to you know click on or subscribe to they're all there you guys can also subscribe to our youtube channel it's there on the website as well so we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in and listening we hope that you guys are back next week be safe out there don't forget to wear your mask be kind to one another and with all that being said you guys we'll see y'all next week i'm out <laughs>